So the city of Chicago announcing yesterday that uh, they're not going to have their mask or vaccine check mandates in place come Monday. And that falls right in line with Governor J.B. Pritzker lifting the statewide mask mandate for most places come February 28th. Uh, To react to that, from the restaurant's perspective, uh, we've got the Illinois Restaurant Association President Sam Toya with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Sam, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing? Thanks, Greg. Good morning. Um, You know, for America 2.0, I'm doing okay, but February 28th is going to be better for all restaurant owner-operators and customers uh, because they'll be able to go into their favorite neighborhood restaurant without a mask mandate. And, and also, you've got that vaccine requirement that was uh, having your your members uh, kind of act as vaccine card checking individuals while they're also trying to manage a restaurant. Uh, talk about the impacts that you've seen uh, just from that vaccine mandate that's been in place since the beginning of the year. First off, I just want to say we're very encouraged and we appreciate uh, the mayor of Chicago and the governor of Illinois announcing the steps towards a sense of normalcy and a recovery for our restaurant community by removing the mask and mask mandate. But it was difficult, Greg, you know, in, in the 77 neighborhoods throughout the city of Chicago, um, you, you had restaurant owner operators have to, like you said, enforce the back mandate, the backs, uh, you know, passport. Uh, and it wasn't easy. You, you would get you would get a party of five or six that would come in, and maybe four or five of the guests were vaccinated, and one wasn't, and then they would have to say, oh, sorry, we can't seat you. And Chicago is a very big, independent restaurant town. Uh, it's not made up of chain restaurants like uh, Tampa or Houston. So when you tell a party of, you know, five or six they have to go because one was not vaccinated, that really hurts your bottom line. Uh, and, 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 you know, it, it, it was rough. And, you know, sometimes customers would snap at the poor host or hostess, uh, you know, at the, at the, at the host stand. It, 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 you know, so we're very glad to see the uh, back mandate, uh, vaccine passport, you know, going away on February 20, 28th, along with the mask mandate. So, of course, we're here in central Illinois. We haven't had such a thing. We've seen the, the masks. Some people are wearing them in restaurants. Other people aren't. Uh, so it's kind of a hit or miss uh, south of I-80. But uh, a lot of us do travel up to Chicago for things. Uh, do you see that uh, with this new uh, announcement, the February 28th, the mask mandate and the vaccine mandate uh, being lifted, is that going to boost uh, the, the tourism industry in the area as well? We're hoping, uh, we're hopeful that, you know, we're hoping that this is a sign of better times ahead for restaurants, which are still really struggling right now. January and February, real tough. But we're hoping now with the uh, uh, mask and back mandates being lifted on February 28th, that we'll start getting more guests in bed and diners in seats. So more people going into our hotels and restaurants. We're really hoping for that and get more uh, conventions back as well. We see, you know, down in states like Florida and Texas, they're thriving with their tourist uh, industry. So we're hoping that more tourists do come back to the, uh, you know, city of Chicago now and also Springfield, uh, you know, because you guys, you know, you get get a nice little tourist industry down there, too. And people know that if if they want to wear a mask, by all means, wear a mask. But we're not forcing you to uh, wear a mask. I'm sure some restaurants may still prefer to keep their own mask mask policies in place. And that's, that's fine. That's up to them. But people have a choice, and that's all we've been asking for. Give the people a choice. They want to wear a mask, by all means wear a mask. You don't, then you don't have to. 
We encourage everyone to get the, you know, get vaccinated if they haven't been vaccinated. That's the number one thing. I will get COVID-19 behind us. Sam Toya, he's the president of the Illinois Restaurant Association, joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, reacting to Chicago lifting vax and mask mandates for indoor settings come uh, February 28th or March 1st, whichever way you want to cut it. Uh, So uh, we'll see that, of course. Um, Sam, uh, the restaurant industry has taken a huge hit the past two years. It has been um, very difficult. A large number didn't survive. Uh, Those who did survive are still struggling, uh, and we hear that uh, there's uh, some federal aid that uh, the restaurant industry nationwide is still looking for Congress from. Uh, what, what can you tell us about that? Sure. So that's called the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Uh, the first, uh, you know, the first round, the government put $28.6 billion for independent restaurants, not chain restaurants, it was for independent restaurants. And so you had to own 20 or less restaurants to apply. So they put it out. It was great, $28.6 billion. But only a third of the restaurants that applied for the RRF grant, Restaurant Revitalization Fund, got it. Two-thirds did not get it. So we've been advocating, um, and we've, you know, we've, uh, you have a call-to-action campaign with our counterparts around the country to call on Congress to, um, you know, replenish RRF with another, you know, 40 40-plus billion dollars, so the two-thirds of the independent restaurants that did not get it can apply. And that's over 11,000 restaurants here in the state of Illinois. So we are advocating hard to replenish RRF uh, with another, you know, 45 to $50 billion. So, So like I said, so independent restaurants that did not get a grant in the first round can definitely get a grant in the second round. And it's two-thirds of the restaurants that applied that did not get it. We'll see what happens with uh, that in Congress uh, as that uh, continues to uh, uh, find supports in places, but obviously uh, something that will be debated. Uh, we're talking with Sam Toya with the Illinois Restaurant Association here on the WMAY morning news feed at 817. Finally, Sam, I wanted to get your take on a proposal at the State House to uh, increase the wage of tipped employees to be the minimum wage. Uh, as somebody who comes from the food service industry, I tell you, I went from a, a minimum wage job to a serving job because of the tips that I could make above and beyond. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of see how that can be an incentive to deliver good service. But as somebody who's, uh, you know, hears from members within the restaurant community, uh, what's your take on this proposal at the state house? Well, you know, so first off, the tip wage is a policy allowed by the state law that creates a major earning potential for tipped employees, like you mentioned, and provides restaurant necessary flexibility in their labor costs to operate their business. So, you know, you know, the tip wage um, is, you know, is going to go up to $9 an hour in the state. It's slowly, uh, you know, each year it's, it's going up right now. Uh, you know, I think it's in this, throughout the statewide, it will be, uh, by 2025, it will be $9 an hour for tip wages. So let me explain that. So you're making $9 an hour, but you have to make sure um, you're making at least $6 an hour in tips. Uh, so you're, you're making $15 an hour. As you just mentioned, Greg, you're making a lot more than $6 an hour in tips. And we know because 90% of the restaurants out there have a POS system, a point of sale systems. So it will show how much people are making um, in tips, uh, you know, n- not just a tip wage. And that's when people put it out there. They're only getting, you know, $9 an hour in 20, you know, in 2025 when it goes to $9 an hour for tip wages. Um, 
why, you know, what do you talk about? You know, you're getting the tips and we can show you're getting the tips because the federal government's got it set up that you have to pay your payroll taxes on your tips. They're not just going to let you get tips and not pay taxes on it. So that's why they show like, oh, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing here. Well, because you're paying your taxes because you're averaging probably $25 an hour with the $9 an hour plus your tips. So once again, you have to, you by law, you have to make minimum, your, your tips plus your tip wage has to equal more than $15 an hour, uh, like I said, in 2025 when we get there. Uh, and it keeps going up and up and up. On the federal level, the tip wage is over, you know, only like $2.17. Here in Illinois, we'll be at, you know, we will be at $9 an hour by 2025 or, you know, close to $7 an hour right now. It keeps going up. The Illinois Restaurant Association endorsed the $15 and endorsed the tip wage going up to $9 an hour. So, again, um, you have to make minimum wage. You cannot make less than minimum wage. That's what I want to make sure all your listeners understand. Uh, and, and, you know, restaurant owners, operators are not making sure their weight people are making minimum wage. You know, they're bad actors, and we do not back bad actors. So, again, just to, just to reiterate, a tipped server uh, has to get at least minimum wage from their tipped wage plus whatever tips they get. Uh, it has to equal at least minimum wage. And that's something that the restaurants have to be you know, accountable for. And the employee has to uh, claim the, the tips and they have to pay taxes on those tips. So they already are required to get at least minimum wage if they don't make enough in tips. So that's already a requirement. Uh, but if it was uh, not, you know, if it was a level playing field with the minimum wage all across, how do you think that would uh, uh, play out for uh, the quality of service that uh, servers may or may not offer? You know, it's the same thing. You know, usually a wait person has anywhere from, you know, four to, uh, you know, four to six table station. Uh, they kind of own those four to six tables. You know, they're hustling. They're trying to make their money. You know, they're giving great service. And, they and you know, and, and you know, anyone, people leave anywhere from, you know, average of 15 to 18% tips, but some people leave 22%. Some people leave 25%. Like I said, the average is 15 to 18% on a, a bill. So a hundred dollar bill, the average person's uh, leaving usually 15 to $18. But if they see you're like really hustling and pre-busting the table and refilling their sodas and, and, and everything, they might, you know, up into $22 an hour. So that's what way people do. They're working, you know, they're working for their, you know, for, uh, for the customer and to get a higher wage. So I, I, I think that you get a lot of type A personalities in the restaurant industry. They like to have a four to six table wait station that they own and they can make as much money as they can by giving great service. It's the same thing basically in a beauty salon or a barbershop. Uh, those uh, people working those chairs, you know, they're not usually getting paid. They're, you know, they're, they're working for their tips as well too. So, you know, People that go in working for tips, they want to, you know, they want to make as much money as they can, be it cutting hair or be it uh, waiting tables. Sam Toya, president of the Illinois Restaurant Association, greatly appreciate you taking the time to react to all things impacting restaurants for the past two years. And we'll likely connect again in the near future. All right. Be safe out there.
Thanks, thanks for having me, Greg. And I, I hope all your listeners are supporting all their neighborhood restaurants because they are soul of every neighborhood in Springfield. So support your local restaurants. If you don't feel like going in, do curbside pickup or delivery. All right. Thanks, Appreciate Greg. that. Absolutely. 822 now in the WMAY newsroom. We will check in with weather and more coming up at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned. But right now, 823 from Culver's West on Wabash. Shrimp, cod, and walleye. Oh, my.